the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. The Wall Street Business Network presents Rob Black and Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finances, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chatting to have some fun. Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Don't be shy. I'm here for you in theory. If you have a financial question, what financial questions should you have? I don't want to always talk about COVID. Um, I don't. I don't want to always talk about the negatives. We are in an election season, and I'm just saying that can get a little bit dramatic. So just know that. You'll be good with that. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. So COVID and the political season is going to equal things that make you a little bit upset. It's going to be a little bit more dramatic here and there. Um, the reason I bring this up is get used to it. It comes with the territory. But every year there's always going to be something, in my opinion. Um, so whether it's the year of the shark, um, something's going to be dramatic that you know, ultimately – we don't feel comfortable with. It could be high oil or high um, uh, inflation, or it could be our car companies are failing, you know, pretty aggressively. It could be Ebola, which you know is Ebola another COVID. I, I think we could probably make a little bit of a case for that, or something like that. So there's always going to be a boogeyman, is what it comes down to. And the only boogeyman that I really, really care about, it's not COVID. It's not Ebola. It's not even close to any of those kind of names. The only boogeyman that I truly, honestly care about is um, inflation. Now, you're thinking, or you're probably saying to yourself, that doesn't even make sense, Rob. Why aren't you afraid of high oil or why aren't you afraid of dictators or why aren't you like why aren't you afraid of covid why aren't you afraid of pandemics why aren't you afraid of the united states running out of money i'm just worried about inflation it's the only real truth to me that i can pass on to you i try to 
you know, simplify almost everything I can for you. So that it's nice and simple. Inflation's my problem. Your home costs more money, and yet, did you make more money this year versus last year? Probably, maybe a little bit, but did it go up when when home prices go up 10%? I don't want to see wages go up 10% because if wages go up 10%, that saps corporate profits. If we sap corporate profits, one of the ways that I keep up with inflation, which is investing, goes bye-bye. Uh, now you're starting to get it. I link everything back to investing in retirement because I don't think our government's going to do a good enough job for me. I don't think there's enough money saved in Social Security. I don't think Social Security is – I get back anywhere near what I put into it. So inflation is going to be my, my kicker. That's going to be kind of the thing that's important to me. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we could talk about money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Um, some of the top stories today, first-time unemployment claims are a little, still higher than we want them to be. That's not a good thing. We want people to have jobs. It's really interesting. I dated a girl many, 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 many years ago that her sister was a lifelong disability person. And I don't want to get into the truth of the matter or not. I thought she could work. Her sister thought she could work. She didn't want to work. She flat out said, I make more money not working than working. It wasn't by a lot, but she got really big by not working. She sat around and ate you know, California's disability insurance for like five or six years. She just ate and ate and ate and ate. Um, so we're all going to be slightly different. We're all going to approach things slightly different. But the, the economic data to me of, you know, First-time unemployment claim this is a big one because we do feed our country and we do our best. And I get maybe we don't feed our country because every late-night comedian these days is are asking for donations to feed our country, right? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about jobless claims fell for the long term. That's a positive. Short term, the numbers were a little bit higher than we wanted it. Moderna, the vaccine, will be ready for distribution in 2021. The company is preparing to launch a phase three trial in July, and they're already talking about it. Now, this is one I don't like. I don't like them talking about, oh, by the way, we're publicly traded, and we have a vaccine that will be ready early next year. I don't like that. Um, When you're publicly traded, I'd rather be cool about it. When I just said Moderna is going to have a vaccine by next year, some people probably went to their Robin Hood app and said, we should buy Moderna. No, you should consult a broker advisor before taking action on any stocks ever mentioned. You should look into it. Stocks are dropping as employment report missed expectation. The housing market is showing signs of recovery. Interest rates are so low. Um, I came into this year thinking the stock market and the housing market felt a little stretched and that higher interest rates would stop growth in real estate. And again, it's going to be market to market. Some markets will always be benefiting while other markets will be struggling. But I came into this year with this overvaluation theory in my head. And I went, bye-bye. When COVID hit, economy shut down, three plus trillion and counting has been spent by, is being spent by our government. Um, Trillions has been offered in low-cost money to no-cost money to almost no-cost money. Um, by the Federal Reserve. They're even buying back corporate debt, helping companies stay afloat. That's unheard of. 
when the government crosses from being my son said to me the other day he said what does the government do I'm like, well, they take care of their citizens. They help us get life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, and then happily ever after. And that's why there's protesters, because they don't feel like they're getting life, liberty, or happiness. Um, so we talked a little bit about what government does and what government doesn't do. And I don't like government buying corporate debt. That's the big boy area. Corporations take, take care of corporations. Publicly traded companies should be allowed to fail. Then you get into too big to fail. You don't want banks failing. Because banks lend money to the average person. You don't want autos failing because a lot of the states that we fly over when we're going from the East Coast to the West Coast make cars. Make steel that goes in cars. And those are jobs. So there are some industries that we kind of are very cynical about, right? The airline industry. We don't want the airlines to go out of business because of COVID. Especially since we regulate them as a government, we should bail them out. We tell them, oh, by the way, for the common people, you must offer at least 10 flights a day into Los Angeles. We don't need 10 flights a day into Los Angeles. And we shouldn't be mandated to do it. That's why we got into trouble with the last housing crisis, 2006-2008, where the government, um, Barney Frank was one of them uh, out of Nevada, who's like, every American deserves a home. And that's not true. Not in the system that we're living in right now. If you want to change it, Call it pseudo-capitalism or social capitalism or social uh, something else. But right now we have a hierarchy for better, for worse, and it's a hierarchy set up by white people and our white government from 200 years ago. Uh, the colonials, right? I was like, oh, Mrs. Butterworth, um, your days are numbered. <laughs> You're about to be the next person on the unemployment line. Ron Jemima goes the unemployment line. Mrs. Butterworth goes the unemployment line, right? Marketing so crazy these days, and I, 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 I got it good. I'm stupid. I'm sorry. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. You can find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Jake Gyllenhaal was in a movie pre-9-11. And I say that only because it came out in 2001. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal was in a movie called Bubble Boy, and it was a cute little film that I think it was one of his first films. Don't quote me on that. I'm not a Hollywood quoter kind of guy, but he's still doing uh, movies 19, 20 years later, so it feels like that might have been his first movie. Um, Bubble Boy, it's going to be the new school uniform this fall. (laughs) We're going to send our kids to school in a big plastic bubble. I know you're saying, that's not funny, Robin. Maybe it's not. Jack in the Box. Yes, you can buy shares of Jack in the Box. 
Um, I bring this up in large part because do you remember the good old days when we could talk about Jack in the Box versus Bird King and the Impossible Whopper versus, oh, did you hear that McDonald's is going with artisan breads? And you're like, why? That's not who that, that's another customer. But Jack in the Box saw their price target raised from $70 to $83 a day. I have an investment thesis that there's some companies that were around the day I was born. There's some companies that will be around the day I die. Now, I can see trading Jack in the Box. If they come out with some sort of chicken bundle, fried chicken, spicy chicken, popcorn chicken, some sort of Cajun chicken, something they can get that crazy chicken sandwiches wars with Chick-fil-A and everyone else, Popeyes included. I know that we can get back into that. I know we can. I know chicken's a cheaper meat than um, red meat. I, I can get into the story, but I'm always going to come back and say, okay, that's just a story. And it's so, so Forrest Gump. Talking about bad movies, I was just talking to my producer about Splash and what a, a, a snoozer. You remember it so fondly from your childhood, and then you're like, I want to show my kids what Disney movies used to look like. And then, like, the movie's all about having sex with a mermaid. And like you're like, whoa, Disney went dark. <laughs> yeah. And it just wasn't that funny. So it's funny the way we remember things. Um, you can go with a jack in the box. Uh, but that's it's like the 1980s acting. It's awful. It's awful and it's not funny. It, it's not going to hold up like Tippy Hedren. Tippy Hedren. The birds. I watched that movie the other day. Not bad. I'd rather watch the birds from the 50s or 60s or whatever it came out versus Splash because the, the period acting was just so – anyway, I'm digressing. So why own Jack in the Box when you can own McDonald's? Or if you want to say, okay, I want to own something as, as gross as McDonald's or it's, it's got more you know similar stores, similar ideas, Starbucks. Then you could get into like let's go with where the millennials are eating like at Chipotle. Or let's go with you know people that can sell food around the world um, on a level, and it's not quite McDonald's, it's not quite Starbucks, it's not quite the Chipotle demographic play, but we can make cheap stuff, cheap pizzas and cheap tacos. You go with Yum Brands. There you get Taco Bell, Pizza Hut, KFC. Which, for the record, if you ever eat KFC, you look at that chicken, you go, this doesn't look like the chickens that I see like going around going bok bok. It's just weird. Uh, there's Cheesecake Factory. There's uh, Shake Shack. Jack in the Box. Cracker Barrel. Now, who, who goes to Cracker Barrel? Like, you have to. This is the best part about, like, Texas Roadhouse. I've never been to a Texas Roadhouse. I see them on the side of the road when I'm going from one area to the next. I'm like, huh. I bet they have $12 flays or $15 flays. Or I can go to my local store, uh, local snotty restaurant that has the $30 flay. That's kind of what I assume a Texas Roadhouse is. Never been in one, never get invested in it. Now, if you told me Tim Cook was going to Texas Roadhouse and he's going to make uh, an app store for it, I'd be like, maybe, yeah, now we're on to something. But that's not the case. So you can own restaurant stocks that were around when you were a kid that will probably be around when the day you die. Will, will Yum Brands? I think they will. Will Chipotle? I, I think they've done a good job with uh, uh, carryout. They've gone through a couple foodborne illness problems. 
so they've they've kind of been in the right position. And this is weird to think about that COVID can have a company in the right position. They already knew that their food handling technology was crap and they had to improve it. They did. Other companies are playing catch up. So I don't care what stocks you own. I want you to understand why you own them. Like I was just bringing up Cracker Barrel, like Starbucks, for instance. I'd rather have an egg sandwich from Starbucks than an egg sandwich from McDonald's. I don't know why. They're probably pretty darn similar. But one's going to cost you twice as much. McDonald's is the volume, volume, volume restaurant play that I like. Starbucks is the slightly better quality, and it's got volume, volume, volume. Chipotle, it's not my thing, but I get it. CMG, awesome stock. Do you know McDonald's once owned Chipotle and they spun it out? Now, there's a chance they would have ruined it if they didn't spin it out, but you get the idea. How about Domino's Pizza? Uh, If the NFL comes back, which for the record, Fauci said today, I don't see how, and I'm going to try to do my best Fauci impression, I don't see how the NFL or NCAA basketball football comes back unless these guys live in bubbles. And that's where I got my bubble boy idea from. See how this is all weird? So when the NFL comes back, I want to be in Domino's Pizza. I'm not telling you that's what I'm going to do, but that's the right idea. Because when they come back, it's going to be dun da da dun da 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 dun da da dun da 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 It's Jim Brown here in the studios in New York. The halftime studio is brought to you by Pizza Hut or Domino's Pizza or some pizza company. Oh, oh, it's me, Terry Bradshaw. Can I have a slice of pizza? And a lot of people are going to be like, that looks good, buddy. Me and Mike are going to have our virtual headsets on. We're going to be watching the TV. And you're like, hey, let's look at some pizza. We won't figure out where the pizza is. I'll fall all over the floor. We won't be able to put it in our mouths quite correctly because the aspect ratio will be wrong. But you want to be in some trades ahead of them. If it's a trade, if you're a trader. I'm not much of a trader, to be honest with you. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. You can find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. We've gone through a crazy 2020. Is that fair? I think it might be. Um, I bring it up in large part, not to uh, you know rehash old material, but you did it. You kind of got through a, a terrible bear market. Hopefully, you didn't panic too much. Again, we're all very, very different, so it's going to be um, uh, I, I don't know. Hopefully you didn't panic too much is the right idea. 
couple things that I want to come back to, and I talked a little bit about this in the first hour, is that I had an alcoholic father, and I didn't have a great childhood. And a lot of what I've put my business plan together here is helping you to get to retirement and helping you to be a great grandparent. Um, one of the you know loves of my life <clears throat> was heavily tied towards um, – she really impressed me on the first date. She talked about how great her grandfather was. And now she always wanted to meet a man who was like her grandfather, who was as masculine as her father, grandfather, who was as smart as her grandfather, who you know took care of the grandkids. Her parents were okay, but a little more self-absorbed, whereas the grandparents had already lived through World War II, and they'd kind of gotten the concept of, um, how shall we say this, the important things in life. Whereas some people had hippie parents who were coming out of the 50s and 60s, and they're a little in the selfish mood. So I bring this up in large part to give you a definition of who I am and to give you some ideas. And we just went through COVID, and again, I said, congratulations. You've now gone through one major correction, and you're going to go through another one. If you're 25 years old, by the time you're 70, you're going to be able to look back at your 25-year-old self, which is something I love doing, talking to my old self, because I always start the conversation like this. Hey, old self, it's new self. I just came back to the future to tell you, you really did a good job. You saved a lot of money and you didn't panic when there was COVID. Good job, old self. Um, I've made more money by doing nothing than I have by doing things. Um, I got married at the wrong time to the wrong person. Fortunately, it lasted actually less than a year. How humiliating is that for me to tell you the truth that I had a marriage that lasted under a year? Are you surprised? I was. Uh, I thought I was the settle down kind of guy. I thought I was, you know, I was. She wasn't. I mean, you can't go and change that, right? So things that cost big money. And this, is, this surprises me. And I've got a friend right now who owns a property in Reno and he wants to sell it because he feels like the market's done its thing. It's, it's gone up far. And, you know, honestly, a $500,000 house becoming a $625,000 house, you can't really expect it to go much higher. That's true. Um, but with low interest rates, I don't know. So he's doing something. He's creating a tax situation. He's going to do it. He's going to sell it. And that brings up the next question of what are you doing next? Um, are you doing anything next? Because I'd like to know. Um, what are you going to do with that money? What's your next decision, so to speak? And if you don't have a good idea, you can have an opportunity cost that could ultimately hurt you. And that's worthy of note, in my opinion. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. Um... Some of the things that cost us big money, and again, not going to get too dramatic on this with you, but bad marriages, bad cars um, are two of the big ones, and sometimes it's, it's bad decisions. My friend is pushing 50 plus, and he's got a good retirement. He doesn't have a California retirement. So he turned what was a rental property into an investment. 
or he's now going to sell the investment and now it's going to become cash and that creates the situation of what do you do with that cash? I don't like any of this. It stresses me out when I see people jump from lily pad to lily pad not knowing where the next lily pad goes. I remember our song from my childhood. I'm a little white duck sitting in the water, little white duck doing what I oughta. And at some point in time, this frog or this duck gets eaten by a crocodile because it's a horrific song because um, he didn't see that he was jumping from a lily pad into an alligator's mouth or something like that. That's one of the mistakes people make. And it's, it's something I, I, I caution you and I like to be good at investing is great. But you're also going to need to decide and come to terms with or come to Jesus or, you know, whatever it is your your big boy pants are. What do you do wrong? And was that the goal initially? When I buy a stock, I write down five reasons why I like it. It could be, let's look, like do Coca-Cola. Oh, um, they clearly are selling lots of Cokes. I see it every day. They're in every grocery store in the world. It could be I had a great childhood memory of drinking a Coke with my father. It could be, I remember growing up and hearing that, I'd like to buy the world a Coke in perfect common. It could be something like that. It could be that they're in every country. It's an international investment. It could be that they've got a lot of cash. It could be that you know they've gone through, in 100 years of business, they've gone through 19 recessions. You can, like just, you can make your case for it. It would be the same reasons why you would potentially sell the stock. But again, a lot of people get into financial dismay because they don't have like just the core, this is what it is, clear, clarity. I'm very, very good at it. it it's one of my skills. I'm really bad um, with drinking hard liquor. I don't drink hard liquor because I drink things fast. I can drink a Coke in like one minute. I can drink a beer in like eight. I can drink scotchy, scotch, scotch in like 10 seconds. So I, I, like, I know my core competencies. I, I don't go outside those. I see too many people do that. And again, my friend who's 50 plus, he hasn't saved enough for California, but he has saved enough for retirement. And he did it from you know being slow and methodical. He never tried to say, I want to be a multi, multi, multi-millionaire. He just wants to have enough money till the day he dies. So now he's starting to play the game of, I'm smarter than the market. And he's turning a rental, which originally was bought, so when he's in retirement, he could take it over. Or when he's in retirement, he's got you know another fourteen thousand dollars of income coming in to support him on top of his social security. Suddenly, he's like at forty thousand a year. If social security's me about twenty, and you know rents can go up through four percent a year. He'd be at forty thousand dollars a year of income, plus his you know five hundred thousand dollars that he saved. He's starting to put enough pieces together that he could retire. Somewhere in the United States, but again, not a big city. Um, the mistakes people will make when they're 50 is they'll get a divorce. Um, I'm not saying a divorce is a mistake. I'm just telling you, it doesn't help your financial situation. One of the biggest mistakes I've seen women make in divorces, and maybe not so much today, but 20 years ago, I saw a lot of women, I want to keep the house for the kids. It's the house that they grew up in. Remember the whole branding of Coca-Cola? I had a Coke with my grandfather. I had a Coke, uh, ice-cold Coke on a summer day after mowing the lawn. That memory is one of the reasons you love things. And you know, going through a divorce is an incredibly painful process, especially with young children. And some people say, I want to keep the house. 
I'd rather keep the 401k. It's a lot tougher to save in a 401k than it is to find a place to live. I know a couple people who have left the Bay Area because it's too expensive to find a place to live, so they left. But if you don't have money, you can't leave, in my opinion. So that's out there. Um, Elsewhere in the news, this just hit the wires. Again, the DACA Dreamers program that Trump wanted to shut down. The Supreme Court said, nope, you can't do that. So that's in the news. President Trump's also in the news in a Wall Street Journal interview where he says he believes China encouraged international spread of COVID. Says there was a chance it was intentional. Um, hey, I'm just going to say this. That's an incredibly stupid thing to say if you want to get more trade deals done with China before the election. If you possibly want to grease the life of a farmer and get more soybeans bought or pigs bought sent to China – it's a horrible thing to say out loud. In large part, they've got a leader who's got pride. We've got a leader who's got pride. And you always got to make things a win-win situation. But when you're pointing to a, a leader and you're saying COVID-19 maybe was intentional, that's pretty dark. And that's pretty tough to come back from. Like, um, If you start a fight with your spouse and you're, you're pretty aggressively going after one of her hot button issues or something like that, it's not going to go well. You don't embarrass the Chinese, you don't embarrass the U.S., and we shake hands and we'll do business. That's out there. Stocks fall as virus case increases spark concern. I've got a friend who traveled last weekend to Phoenix, and he bragged about not washing his hands. I'm like, dude, you're missing the point. You're missing the point. If you want to do that, that's fine. Just don't brag about it. It makes you look like a jerk. Anyhow, that's we're, we're a very sensitive, touchy-touchy, feely-feely, everything-has-to-go-good kind of mode, right? The S&P 500 and the Dow snapped a three-day winning streak yesterday. Today, we're talking about a spike in COVID, and people are a little bit spooked. China, did they shut down their schools or did they not? A second time after having a draconian response, and we've kind of had a loving response to COVID. It's not looking great. But again, I'm not a doctor, and I'm just going with day-to-day information. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money investing. More, find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Rob.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Delta expects to add more flights in August, but is cautious on post-summer travel. One of the things that we've gotten excited about is when do we go on vacation again? One of the things we got negative about was watching the airlines struggle with cash flow, watching the airlines struggle with their announcements on when the job cuts going to happen and can they do job cuts before the election or do they have to wait until after the election in case they get bailout money? There's a lot going on there and it's kind of pathetic. But then we started seeing an uptick in demand for summer and tickets being sold. 
and we got kind of excited. Delta expects to add around 1,000 flights a day in July. That's a similar number um, of flights being added in August. Domestic capacity is going to be down 55 to 60% from last year's levels. You remember how we're going to be talking for the next couple quarters, maybe next couple years, the 2019 economy versus the 2020 economy versus the 2021 post-economy of the 2020 economy. Another way of putting that is pre-COVID, COVID, post-COVID. So they expect to be at 55 to 60% below normal levels in August. That's not good, but that's during the COVID. Where will we be during next year? And do we really think we're going to get it under control? Because if the stories out of Shanghai were true, that they're shutting down schools, Shanghai comes out the next day and goes, oh, no, 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 no. We're all cool. Beijing, we're cool. We're cool. Don't worry about us. Uh, That's just a couple schools. We're no, no COVID problems. Keep flying here as much as you want. And Trump's like, okay, we'll keep flying. (laughs) Oh boy, that could be bad. United Airlines has tapped frequent flyer program to back the $5 billion loan. So here's a couple thoughts here. Your frequent flyer perks are being used as collateral. How do you feel about that? Now, let me put it another way. How about if you're a retiree and you're a school teacher in California said, we're going to pay you X amount of dollars for the rest of your life as a retiree. You'd be like, there's no risk there. Like you'll, I'll be a school teacher and I'll make a lot less than my neighbors. I'll put up with your snotty, bratty, smelly kids who've got noses running with infections, but I'm going to get a good retirement. How would you feel if you were to hear suddenly that your retirement assets the guaranteed cash reserves are being backed so that the company can go out and get a loan or the company can like ride out a storm of people withdrawing money when they're in retirement. You're like, no, 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 no. You said it was guaranteed. You said it was an annuity. You said I get it for my whole life. You wouldn't like it as much. So that shows you the problems with companies that have debt. They have to take something that's an asset and use it to cover their liabilities. DraftKings is doing something. I've talked about DraftKings a lot recently. I'm, I want to buy the stock. Um, I don't mind owning sin stocks, um, whether it be tobacco companies, alcohol companies, gambling companies. There's a consistency to them. There's a mutual fund called Vicex, V-I-C-E-X, um, that you'll see some of that consistency um, in the re- performance year over year over year over year over year. Now, is it as good as... Facebook's post-IPO run? No. But Sin stocks kind of offer you something. So anyway, DraftKings said yesterday that they're going to issue some shares. Right around $40 a share. <laughs> Tesla did this too. Instead of lending money or taking assets from them and giving them to the banks, they're saying, we're just going to print shares. We're going to go to Wall Street to get our money. If we issue... 33 million shares a week that Wall Street will give us 1.3 billion. And they'll get their cut for sure because everyone gets a cut. But that's kind of what drove that stock um, <clears throat> recently is they've, they now have a treasure chest of money. What's 1.3 billion going to do for DraftKings? Well, it's going to allow them to give sign-up bonuses. Do you remember what AOL did with their money? They would mail you an AOL disk, AOL 1.0, AOL 2.0. They would mail you it, and you're like, I already have it. I don't need this. Why are they wasting so much money? Because they're blanketing 
the uh, the coverage of trying to get people online. Three free months. Once you sign in, it's tough to uh, unsign out. DraftKings is hoping that you know once they get you to get the app. So maybe for the Belmont Stakes this weekend, there's a horse race. You download one of their apps, and um, next thing you know, your fifty dollars sign up bonus. If you put fifty dollars in your account, you go ahead and do that. Then later on, you you didn't read the fine print because you were excited about a horse race. You wanted to get your bet in, and then they did ten percent to process your fifty dollars. So they have already made five dollars back. You're like, whoa! And then you've put fifty dollars of your own money in there. Now they made five percent or ten percent on the transaction, so you're left with forty five. Pretty good chance you're going to take that money back. They're going to get that money back if you're going to be gambling on horses. It's a crazy sport. It's a crazy business. But DraftKings ticker symbol DKNG. <clears throat> Tesla did the same thing not too long ago when their shares hit nine hundred dollars a shares. Elon Musk said, "You know, let's re- let's." get the cash registers flowing, overflowing with cash so we can do whatever we want. If I want to come up with an idea of putting solar panels on cars, I can do that. Just like he came up with that idea of putting solar panels on, on roofs and making them look like roof tiles. That hasn't exactly caught on. But he went through the hullabaloo of having a couple houses mocked up. He went through the hullabaloo of having a show about it. He went through the hullabaloo of saying this is the future. It looked good. It's just no one's doing it. All right. But he has a treasure chest of, of cash now. That's what happens when companies issue shares. It can be a very, they're taking your money. DraftKings is going to have a bonanza of advertising come back uh, in the fall. It's going to be DraftKings football, DraftKings baseball, DraftKings hockey. It's going to be DraftKings, DraftKings, DraftKings because they have the cash now. You get the idea with Tesla. They just raise a couple billion dollars for more factories. It's expensive to make batteries. It's expensive to build cars. But once you have it in place, you got it in place, and it's an asset, no longer a liability. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.